Hello again, everybody. It's uh, Jason Powers. So I'm uh, doing this outdoors tonight. And uh, the subject is France and the globalist uh, second uh, front, as far as I'm concerned. Um, hopefully this is recording okay. I don't want to have to go back over it, but uh, let's just say. Um, so here's a hypothesis they there's been a lot of action recently in the last month especially going after people that they consider right wing so bolsonaro was just recently uh they're uh, making sure that he can't run for the next eight years and of course they're going to press criminal charges against him donald trump they're doing the same thing obviously they're going to stack up a, another 35 or 40 charges against him to get him out of the way I, I have a, uh, uh, you know, a thought here that uh, so the Democrats are wanting to get rid of uh, Biden rather quickly uh, because they know he isn't. Gonna, well, they're 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 playing, they're hedging their bets, but they don't want Kamala. They want uh, Newsom, who is obviously somebody that Pelosi can uh, uh, work with. Uh, and the reason why I mentioned Pelosi is uh, so, for example, uh, her going out of the role of uh, leader gives her the opportunity to do more uh, uh, back communications, uh, talking to Gavin about what she's trying to do uh, to get him into the pole position, either for the presidency or for particularly uh, potential replacement. I could see that happening. Um, I know there's, there's obviously there's, there's no real process for this. It's supposed to go through the vice president, through the house of representatives, but Stranger things have occurred in our republic's history, and we know that Democrats don't care about rule of law, so they'll just make it make up some kind of cockamamie scheme to get this done, and they want to do it quickly. While they still have the Senate and they have the presidency, the House of Representatives, of course, McCarthy will roll over and play dead because that's just what he does. So there's probably a plan afoot there, but that's just uh, that is a wild speculation here. We know that. They're looking to get rid of Biden. Uh, they'll give him a pardon. They'll try to uh, sweep all of Hunter's uh, sins under the rug. Give him a, a offer he can't refuse. Uh, just tell him, hey, you did what you could, and they'll laud and praise him and all that kind of stuff because they know he, he's not going to be cognitively even remotely with it, and they don't want to hand it off to Kamala because she's even more unpopular and whatever. But there is the there is the agenda that's still working uh, globally. So France is an interesting idea. The reason why I mentioned France is because of the potentiality of her. Uh, so it's falling to pieces as we speak because they have a, a wave of immigrants and uh, uh, illegal immigrants, uh, a non-cultural a sect that they could have ginned up and or equipped. I notice a lot of people dressed relatively the same. Um, and uh, France has decided not to do it. They've been rolling out the police, but it's been way too late. So my thinking is, is that Macron visited China uh, relatively recently, about three or four months ago. I think it was about three months ago with uh, von der Leiden. And von der Leiden got the, the cold shoulder and was sent home. So Macron worked out some kind of deal with uh, Xi Jinping. And we know Xi Jinping and uh, Putin are in an alliance. And the reason why I'm tying this all together is because Russia, we, we just saw a destabilization plot 
uh, to, uh, you know, get rid of Putin, which was, uh, uh, you can go with the Wagner group as being uh, the head of this, uh, that snake, but I don't think so. That was probably being controlled by some Western forces. But here's the thing. So Klaus Schwab is in, uh, in Beijing or in uh, wherever they're holding the meeting for the World Economic Forum's uh, summer meeting. He was plotting praise on Xi and doing all this other kind of stuff. My thinking is, is that there's been a uh, deal cut and Macron is uh, uh, acceding to that deal. And the idea is, is that the China in particular they do want to open up a. They wanted to open up a second front uh, to the rear guard of the of uh, NATO forces. So if they take over, and, and the reason why I say this is important, there is there is a play act that's going on. And when I say play act, this is all choreographed. This is to make it make it uh, easier to swallow, so people won't resist as much. So they play this. You know, there's two forces. There's NATO and uh, the United States and uh, Ukraine is vital. And of course, the neocons are probably very much invested in that this delusion. But the World Economic Forum in Europe and China are, I think, more simpatico than most people would think so, at least in the, in the overall grouping. Uh, you know, there may be some resistant forces, but they'll get rid of them too. Like uh, Hungary's, uh, was it? Or... Or Victor Orban and uh, and the Italian gal that just uh, Maloney um, who just got elected. and I just saw a video showing uh, it Italy's having uh, you know this is supposed to be the home of Catholicism and yet there's they have a whole uh, whole group of uh, Muslim individuals doing their their prayers to Mecca you know during the day so my thinking is is this whole um, situation. Obviously, this invasion was planned and it's being coordinated. So, of course, you know, resistance is futile when you're dealing with the globalists because the idea is, is that we're using, you know, we're using fifth generation warfare. It can't be done by militaries, not the way uh, everything's been done before. Now, everything's uh, these uh, coordinated NGO groups uh, through government funding. Uh, obviously, the boating, and, and we've had this problem with. Uh, uh, migration from into the southern part of Europe, and we're having the same problem with the migration into the United States to the southern border. Notice the same same direction. The idea is to come up between each of these, uh, and in the United States in particular, they're they're doing it so they eventually the the west coast and the east coast will be the only thing that'll. I mean, granted, they're burning down their cities, but the point is, is the power structures, you know, between L.A. Um, we could say L.A., Seattle, uh, Boston, uh, Washington, D.C., and Miami. Let's just say, look at those cities as being kind of the power structure. And then uh, Chicago, but Chicago's they may be willing to just destroy that too in terms of the Midwest. But the idea is to divvy up, slice and dice the United States and slice and dice Europe. Uh, but really, uh, the France is a key po aspect so France had been de-dollarizing for a while, and China has a Belt and Road Initiative that runs up through France and uh, Netherlands, the port. So if you have those uh, western ports around from the Netherlands on down through Italy, through the Mediterranean, then if the Chinese get that 
locked in through chaos, through a chaos method, uh, then that will, you know, substantially uh, cut off U.S. Uh, uh, interventionism. Russia will continue. They pivoted through Belarus, so they're trying to do their they're going to eventually uh, split Ukraine in half or just make a direct assault on Kiev and, uh, or Kiev. And I see that as a, these are, this is like a battle, battle plan, uh, for the globalist. So they want to, I mean, they, obviously I think they, they, they've come to some negotiated, uh, agreement. And of course the United States, isn't you know they, they they want to destroy the united states and many people around the world do too uh just to be honest um in terms of they want to destroy its power and you know we could get into longer a long discussion on that in terms of why why is this uh being pushed such a in such a direction but uh you know it's probably being pushed in such a direction because um well for one thing uh, we're going, our currency's going under, and that's supposed to take place rather quickly uh, because of our debt, uh, you know, the way the rest of the world sees our, our um, policies as they're not beneficial to them. And China has been looking to become, they want to become the dominant um, uh, currency, and they want to be the dominant uh, economic actor and a dominant military. They have newer equipment. Of course, they're untested. But if you really want to get down to it, the United States is untested too. The only the only battles we've had are against uh, third rate or no rate uh, military forces over the past thirty years. And what have we done? We haven't exactly. We haven't wowed. People continue to think so, and we don't fight that way anymore. This is not. This is not like any other war that we've ever fought. We're fighting a new a new generation of war where it's fought with information. That's the reason why the European Union wants to seize all control of um, information. The United States is working on the same thing. China already has that. This is the China model, and it's being uh, exported, <laughs> literally, to all the places around the earth. And, uh, you know... As far as uh, the subjugation or the minimizing or, or bringing down other nation states, that's part of the plan too. China's uh, uh, heavily in control of the UN, the World Health Organization, obviously, uh, with probably, I guess you could say, the co-leader there, Bill Gates, with uh, Tedros. They're kind of like the you know Mutt and Jeff, and of course you got the whole uh, medical apparatus involved in this too. So that's the reason why you notice we have all these major um, situations. We're quickening the pace of these events, like the malaria. Malaria. That's that's a sideshow. That's you know it's going to be tragic to somebody who gets malaria. But these are just a destabilization. Uh, this is this is a we are being dominated full spectrum by the globalist. A lot of people keep on thinking that, oh, we're, they're losing their power and losing their grip. No, no, no. They're just getting a different hold on us um, because they know the populations are about to crack and they only need to do a, a few more things. So they're starting, they started a second front in France. You already have the Ukraine issue going on. Um, and if you think about it, uh, if you manage to cut that off, and of course, uh, they got their puppet in UK right now, Richie Sunak. 
in Britain. They just, uh, matter of fact, they just went after Nigel Farage and cut off his banking. See, they're going after anybody who might provide a little resistance to this in terms of uh, leadership or a different voice who might have enough of a following to control situations. Uh, they're doing that intentionally, of course. Uh, so they're uh, they're uh, certainly uh, putting their putting their cards on the tables and they're making their push. Oh, by the way, King Charles this week uh, with uh, his uh, subordinate that pushed a little button about the climate thing. So the climate uh, carbon uh, climate uh, hoax is tied to the CBDC, which is tied to controlling all the populations and how you, you know, what you use your uh, um, money for, which is a temporary money. Like you'll, you won't be allowed to save any of the money. Uh, it'll be tied to a social credit score. It'll be tied to how how qualified you are in relationship, how your social media landscape is, what pronouns haven't you been using correctly. You know, that's the reason why they want to go after that as well. Um, we have a total breakdown of law and order that is going to continue to continue uh, continue on throughout the uh, throughout this entire situation. And I mean, it's sad. I'm going to get my mic out of the way. So I'm looking here uh, at what's going on. Uh, there's a lot of fire pictures, a lot of crazy uh, videos. And uh, they're uh, doing a whole... Co yeah, it's a... I, I mean, I only know from what I see here in France. And, you know, seeing burning buildings. You've seen break-ins. You've seen malls being destructed. You saw... I saw a guy earlier get his hand cut off. They got the zoos. They've uh, unleashed the animals. I saw a zebra running down the main street. Uh, citizens are taking baseball bats because they don't have guns. See, that's another reason why they, they've been desperately wanting to disarm the United States. But right now, they're just doing the infiltration. There was a story that was talking about, uh, so they had some Chinese uh, uh, that they booked. Uh, they've been working. They've been coming up through the southern border. Michael Yan's been reporting on this. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do a quick quick search here, so bear with me. I'm going back and forth between. Uh, um, oh, I'm looking at Twitter and seeing what's going on tonight uh, while I'm doing this to see if anything pops up while we're doing this broadcast. And I'm talking so fast because I'm, uh, oh, or maybe I'm not talking fast enough uh, <laughs> to try to get this out. So the globalists have come to some kind of terms, uh, I think. This is my this is my hypothesis. I don't know. I'm not in the room. I'm not in the deal, as uh, noted people talk about. But my thinking is that there's a reason why people show up in certain places, they, the visits and meetings and stuff like that. There's also an agenda to Putin. They're having a big muckety-muck meeting down in, I think, in South Africa between Putin and all the BRICS associates. So the BRICS are getting ready to take over. The BRICS are getting ready to to become the new rising power, while the West is going to crater in on itself. And of course, they'll still exist, but uh, they have to strip us all of our rights. They have to create chaos. They have to get us in civil wars. They have to get us preoccupied against each other, divide and rule, because there's about a third of the population that's too uh, ill-equipped to understand what's going on. So 
I kind of worked out this high, this uh, high level thinking. Um, so for those of you, you know, heard of the, the phrase Dunning-Kruger. So there's a learning curve or a um, expertise curve. So there's people that uh, overrate their abilities um, with novice, a novice, anal- let's just say novice skills, but think that they're really good at what they're doing. And then there's people that are at the other end of the spectrum where they are, they are experts, they are tops in their fields, but yet they still kind of feel like they're um, not, they're not up to snuff or whatever they have what and maybe they call it imposter syndrome maybe uh they they don't rate their abilities as high as they should so you have over and under rating of abilities so there's a there was a study i don't i have to go find it or certainly i've read this more than one place in in books and whatnot so about 80 80 percent of people rate themselves above average so 80 percent of people rate themselves above average so if you look at average as being 50 percent it means of that, that means 30% of that block. Uh, so three out of every eight are actually wrong. But we don't know. Obviously, there's that's just a rough analysis. So it means 37.5% of that group uh, is overrating their abilities because only 50% can be above average. So at least 50% of that group has, you know, of the 80% there, uh, you know, only 50% at maximum can be right. Uh, of the 80 percent so that means the other 30 percent can't be right um, so that gives you the 37 and 0.5 that are uh, overrating now some are their their error rate error miss their error from average is pretty small when i say average their deviation from that is relatively small so they're not really it's not a huge uh, data error but if you keep on going down the say a steep uh, down a whole deviation uh, that you're still going to have a substantial percentage that uh, are still uh, over, uh, overestimating who they are as in terms of their abilities or their uh, their abilities in relationship to other people. They may be able to talk fine. They may be older. But if you put them in a situation where they have to do some analysis or something like that, they would underperform. Um, just saying, that's just reality. But they also means they're probably also very susceptible to propaganda. And that makes makes for an interesting uh, analysis as well. Susceptible to being misled by media, by, uh, and obviously there's also the ties to, uh, not only can they be misled by lies and uh, information, and I, I will say by intel, uh, we'll call them um, information agents. They can be misled by information agents, but they can also... Uh, be f- scared, and we know that that's one of the biggest ways to control a population is to c- scare them. You know, either enemies within or invisible enemies. There's various ways to get this accomplished. Um, you can create create uh, create enough fear and, and get people to uh, uh, to uh, to respond to that. So we got uh, sprinklers going on pretty wild. So I'm looking. Um, looking at a video here that michael yon put up so so can't he's got his quote camp of saints we warned and warned and warned and warned kept warning and now your country dies who will end up with the nuclear weapons france has fallen according to amy mech police are unable to control the migrant and left-wing riots taking place across the country 
French media has surrendered and cannot keep track of the number of towns and cities across the country being looted, set on fire, or destroyed. And she keeps on going. So she says, Islamic attacks, riots, murders, rapes, assaults, lynching of police across France are not uh, new more. Now, I don't know if all this is actually going on, but I see enough video out there that tells me that there's a substantial amount. That's why I'm, I'm not trying to over, I'm not minimizing it. I'm not trying to amplify it. I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff going on. I can see this as being, like I said, opening up a second front through uh, Western Europe, like a hook. So you come up through Italy and, you know, they're coming up from uh, the Mediterranean. They're coming in. And then you also have a, a substantial foothold already that we know that's true. We've also had the riots due to uh, changes in policy regarding retirement. And we've seen those riots as well. Uh, there's a lot of in, uh, a lot of social tension. We know that's been ginned up over the last three years. So um, what is actually going on there? I have to be in country to be able to accurately tell you this. We only know what we get to see and and who's the thing is, is the media is so compromised that the only only thing you get is what comes through people. And uh, you have to make do with that as it goes. And hopefully you're, we're we're getting an accurate representation of what those things are. So let me uh, take a sip here. So. It's about, well, it's 2.45 in the morning here in West Lafayette. And I've been just, like I said, this whole day I've been working on other things, but it's, uh, I want to say other things. I came back to this stuff tonight and I saw, you know, what I had already seen. I posted earlier a, you know, a little <laughs> comical, I said, RoboCop versus uh, Mac uh, the WF puppet Macron. So I guess there was a there was a video. I guess it was just the other night or late last night. I guess you know depends upon the time frame because I'm six hours behind France at least. That uh, Macron was out at a party and you know wasn't didn't have a care in the world. You know the whole dithering while Rome burns the Nero uh, philosophy. We can look at it that way. And so it's uh, it's quite telling. That that's uh, the penchant. Oh, God. So here. So I just saw, yeah, crazy video here. Let me see if I can get the volume up. It, it shows a bus driving through this fire. I don't know if you heard that. So this bus was going full tilt through a fire. I mean, it's like a, like, I don't know, a passenger. It's obviously a passenger bus of some sort. It's got like the little... Um, marquee above the front of the bus, so it's <laughs> it probably actually is, uh, you know, <laughs> it's for public transportation, it's not just ordinary bus. Yep, so, uh, when I say ordinary bus, you know, uh, like a you know, a specialty bus for celebrities or whatnot, or a tourist bus, it's not a double decker like they have in London. <laughs> wow, just unbelievable. Yep, more. I'm gonna retweet that. I might. Uh, I'll put these. I'm gonna put some of these links in the description. So right now, I'm just gonna bookmark them and go on my merry way because there's just so much going on. Uh, so some of these are uh, from a few minutes ago. Some of them are from last night. So let's see if yeah, I'll let you hear it. But I don't know if I, I mean obviously it doesn't tell you much. But I'm gonna let it play here. 
So they're outside uh, Premier Avenue, uh, a Barry Morgan store. Like a, so very uh, telling here. I'm just looking at the, I don't know if I picked up at all, but if there's a, yeah, I want to put all the links to these in the description. I'm just looking at them. It's just quite, you know, it is kind of jarring because, you know, no one ever, I mean, there's been things going on in France for well, the last three years. There's been peaceful protesting. There's uh, due to the vaccine uh, passports, which were just a rollout of uh, the, the soon-to-be uh, required passports for all of us to travel, to move. Uh, there was a, oh, there was also a video recently I saw with Jamaica. Uh, they were talking about CBDCs, and I had like a wild hypothesis that maybe they're going to start with the islands first because once you're on the I islands, are easy to you know say there's only you know fifty thousand or two hundred fifty thousand or maybe a million people on an island. Much easier to roll out CBDC there, but then if you want to travel to such a say a vacation destination. Uh, in order to get into the go on to the island, you have to have a CBDC. So they start with the islands, they get those locked up. That shuts down uh, international travel to certain places that they don't want us to. They want us all to stay put. You know, this is this is a part of a six year. So they hit that button. Uh, King Charles, you know, the agenda 23rd climate change. We've got to do this. They hit that button and it's kind of like their signal. So we have six, they have six years to get us, you know, inner pins, so to speak, those that will remain of this population because they're going to cause enough chaos and pain to cut the population by however many millions or potentially billions that they can. And that seems to be the, that seems to be the whole objective is to, uh, to get that in, get that achieved, you know, and, so they're going to go ahead and uh, roll that out as much as they can. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be telling to see how many people can actually, uh, you know, what you say, deal with this, what we're going to do, how people are going to respond. Many people are not going to particularly uh, spawn very well. And when I say they weren't going to small spawn, uh, respond very well, they're going to, uh, um, they're going to, oh shoot. I'm just watching something. <laughs> Let me see. I got to turn this up. So this is Steve Irwin from way back when, yeah, he's gone now. So he gets bitten by a snake. I don't know why the hell anybody would have, this is historic vids. Uh, this is solely off topic to see what this guy, what he says. He's giving a presentation, so I'll let it play. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. 
That's crazy. It's kind of like what the but that goes to another theory I have. So we're being we're being wrapped up like a boa, big boa constrictor or a, what a long time ago I called a it's a there's a thing called a titana boa, which was a it existed in the past. It's extinct. It's like a 40 to 60 foot, you know, boa constrictor, just like it sounds like Titan uh, Titanic. So we're being um, harnessed in this world by uh, the final. This is the final vestiges of uh, freedoms that are supposed to be taken away from us. I know this seems crazy, seems bizarre, conspiracy theory, but uh, think about it. Your leaders aren't leading. They're purposefully and intentionally uh, destructing uh, energy policy, um, food policy. They don't seem very concerned about their con- They don't have any concern for the people. They're trying to divide people. Their rhetoric is telling uh, towards all populations. They're not about, and they're, they've, they've uh, removed their mask. The mask is off. It's been off for three plus years. You remember they talked about build back better. Well, build back better. You notice how they don't mention that anymore because it's never been about building back better. It's been about destructing and then whatever they're going to build, they want to build with a lot less people on this earth. And they want to cause enough stress. Uh, they got the COVID in place, the fear for fear porn. They got two thirds of the population to take the two thirds of the world population to take the shot roughly. Take a, a shot. I know I'm curious as to how many actually got a shot in China. That would be interesting to go, go down. Um, so hold on a second here. And uh, there's somebody, uh, got a nice little thread here. So, uh, Lord Bebo. I'm going to follow him and he's, uh, so Kalishnikov shots in France. So we're going to, we're going to first, I'm going to get the, yeah. So see if there's another one here. So there you go. Little live action there. I'm going to mark that and I'll put in my uh, bookmarks and I'll let you see that. There's been some explosions. Uh, big. It's funny now. It's funny now, but it won't be funny later. Um, that's just the way it goes. Um, some. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot of crazy video. It's nighttime, so it shows up even more. Uh, just. Uh, yep. They certainly, they've certainly succeeded in create, creating their hellscape here for all of us. And uh, take a sip here. Oh, boy. What a night. So some of the next moves or potentialities is that, um, well, there was also a big thing today with, um, they were supposed to change over to the SOFA for um, interest rate derivative contracts. It seems interesting that there's been some, there's so much chaos right here in France right before this happens. I wonder if there's any impact due to the banking sector there and 
you know, we'll see if there is. We'll see if uh, we find out on Monday morning there's some kind of chaos when they open up on the, well, if they open up, it's see, I don't know how Beijing works if they're a day ahead. You know, what I'm saying is uh, we will, we'll see a leading indicator, whether I think it is Europe that's actually the, uh, the day ahead, but whatever. Uh, one of those two markets may, there may be some volatility on Monday morning. And of course they like volatility and there may be some interesting stories come out on Monday morning uh, regarding this, but we shall see. Uh, the weekend, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what kind of things happen over the uh, what, what you call it um, uh, over the weekend uh, to lead us to this. So, so one hour ago, breaking. It's the uh, I'm gonna play somebody's uh, voice that you know, and then well, he wants to held the nuclear code, so we'll let let him talk for himself. France is no longer France. So, and that's probably the reason why they're pushing so hard right at this point, because if that is, you know, if you want to uh, get into it, that would be a, um, like I said, the two fronts, and then they'll open up a third front. And this is going to, and, and by the way, like I said, with all the things they're doing to conservatives, there's also... Uh, more news coming out on uh, Trump uh, with uh, somebody they're using. So Fox rolled over in a lawsuit, and I, I'm, uh, I'm what I'm, what I'm, uh, what do you call it? I'm interested as, uh, uh, interested as to why they, um, what do you call it? Um, decided to uh, settle with this gal for twelve million dollars, but then I understand that that's probably. Um, what do you call it? Um, they're doing this on purpose. So, like Fox is obviously getting some uh, uh, monetary uh, incentive, or being told that if they, I mean, the Murdochs are running. And Paul Ryan came out recently. I see a, a interesting narrative that is going on there. They got rid of Tucker. Uh, his the gal that used to be his producer that he never actually met ever is being used uh, uh, or uh, she was the one that got the $12 million and they're using this to build up the J6 case against Trump they're using some text messages and they're trying to really go out and uh, 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 you know kind of go after him I'm watching a strange video sorry I got uh, I guess you could say uh, distracted by a python trap, which maybe that's really what we need right now. We need a boa constrictor trap, which of course we don't have, but you know, bear with me. I'm just uh, paying attention to all kinds of things I'm looking. Um, so, so here's another, here's another tweet. A Stephen law, a Steve laws, Kurdish illegals arriving in Italian waters. Once they're, uh, they're close enough to Europe, they'll discard their passports. As you can see in this video above, 
They're literally laughing about it. So, yeah, that that would be part and parcel of this whole thing. Uh, to, uh, uh, to come in, they obviously, they have to pretend that they don't have a uh, uh, passport or and stuff like that. And they're dressed alike. They, and they also have, it seems like, equipment and the whole thing. It's interesting how well equipped they are, like the NGOs, uh, you know. And, of course, you know, now they've they got like this. The, I can't believe this. I mean, I'm looking at this. It's a whole other different concept. But, you know, the Mediterranean is an ideal uh, the way it's, you know, it's I'm not saying it isn't, you know, enormously far apart. But compared to other, you know, oceans, it's, you know, it's a hop, skip and a jump to get from Africa over across. And so if you're going to and uh, there was a re- report, I say report because I, you know, I'm not going to verify this, that there was several hundred thousand uh, being lined up to come across. Not a, a basically an invasion force. Now, I, you know, it's not going to come and, you know, all at once. But, you know, say, for example, you had, you know, I'm going to just do some quick math here. So you bear with me. So you had 50 to a boat and say on average you had, you know, uh, say 20 boats that you can uh, do every three or four hours, say, for example, just say um, you get four or 5,000 in per day. Let's just, uh, we'll just say that on average. I don't know what the average trip is. I have to look at Google Maps to see how far it is across the ocean from uh, one side to the other. I'm sure somebody will know that answer right away. And it, granted, it's, you know, it, it takes, you know, some time. Let's just say, let's say, say it's so, say 800 miles across that straight. I know that's probably over generous. Maybe it's a thousand at max. But if you're going 20, uh, 20 miles per hour, thousand miles, 50, say, uh, so that's 50 hours. So we'll say it's a three day journey. Well, we don't know how many boats they have. You know, if you have, you know, several hundred, you know, I'm sure there's a pretty good amount that you could, uh, you know, put together at this rate. And like I said, you know, it's, you show up, you know, three to 5,000. Let me say, do that again, 20, 20 boats, 50 per boat. So a thousand right there. And if you can do three or four waves per day, get started. So say a hundred, maybe there's like 65 or 70, let's just say 3,000 a day. Yeah. I mean that arrive. So 3,000, you know, within a month, you can put a hundred thousand people across. I mean, it's doable and I'm just being very, you know, you know, I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I haven't been paying attention to the European version of this, but we have a worse crisis here. We, we probably have on average about 8,000 coming across our border, uh, in the United States per, per day, but that's a long trek. And they're doing it over land, but they're also being assisted. I'm just uh, just looking at this, uh, and I, you know, there's been all kinds of crazy stuff going on. But yeah, my uh, my uh, my hypothesis is the uh, the powers that be at the high end of the globalist food chain have decided that uh, they've uh, aligned a little bit more cohesively. Maybe there was a split at some point, but now they've come to an agreement of how this is going to work. And this is the next phase we just kicked off. And France is the, the battlefront that they're going to do it on. And from this battlefront, they'll be able, they're going to uh, slowly, not only isolate the United States and isolate Europe 
and Europe is going to be embraced into the the you know the Belt and Road Initiative. The Bidens will be seen uh, seen to the door. Uh, the U.S. will be continue it will be continue to be uh, uh, destabilized or uh, be put under a great deal of crisis, and the BRICS are going to be coming together more, more cohesively and more. Uh, what would you say? Uh, more aggressively. I think they there's they're on an accelerated timeline. They may be seeming to be going slow, but I think they're. Uh, that's the reason why they're going to have. They have to have these meetings, and they're going to keep uh, some pe- some forces that are still resisting occupied while they have uh, hammer out the final deals that they have to meet in person and do that kind of stuff. You know, kind of a face to face size up everything. So I give the bricks. I think they're going to. I mean, I, I mean, I can. You know, we can just guesstimate. I think they're going to really try to push to get them started sometime in 2024. So I'm going to give them, you know, somewhere between six months to a year to get their, get that together. But there'll be other signs. There'll be more de-dollarization. There'll be more um, deals since now that they got Bolsonaro out of the way in Brazil, you're going to see an escalation of that completely out of the way. Um, And I think there was a story come out of Peru there's a, I've seen a recent map that was uh, put together by somebody. Unfortunately, they didn't do a very good job of color coding it, so I could tell the difference of what they were really trying to show. But the high level was is there's a handful of nations in Africa. There's uh you know Brazil, Argentina. Um, I know they've been working on Chile and they're working on Peru, and they're certainly working on Venezuela. And we know about China within Cuba. So you notice that that's a front that's being overlooked as well, by the way. But you see how that's coming up. It's coming up from the south. They're, they're, um, the globalists are taking. So if you look at trade, like it, like it, trade is mostly an east-west game. So they're, they're, they're uh, going to do something where they're able to control uh, the north-south uh, uh, lanes. So as they intersect... They're going to start uh, harassing that, I think, from a uh, geopolitical standpoint. Um, and that's the best way you can do it. But they're doing it through uh, fifth generation uh, means, uh, not only with uh, migrants, um, obviously destabilization internally, which is they already have most of the puppet cabinets. You have weak leadership, the ones and those that would would stand to become leaders in the future are being, you know, harassed legally lawfare. And then you have transaction situations that are going to go on. And that's where the CBDC comes in. And like I said, they already debanked a lot of people. They're going to start doing that more. So they, they're, they're trying to do this really, they're trying to do it subtly, but I think there's a, I think they've come to an agreement. Like I said, the Klaus Schwab thing, uh, being in uh, Beijing or in China uh, this week, and his his son is oh, runs the WF office in uh, Beijing, and he's married to a Chinese woman. That I should tell you something. So he's like your go between. I'm not saying Klaus Klaus is not the end all be all of this. We know King Charles is definitely in the top tier of this. The royals and the bankers, the banksters that we know around the world. At the top end, that's the reason why 
there's been some resistance from JP Morgan, but JP Morgan is corrupt as hell and it's getting, uh, <laughs> more obvious that, uh, uh, I mean, everything is just the, the unraveling. There's lots of people doing lots of different things for their own various reasons to keep themselves either out of jail or, um, keep us occupied with, with not so small events to be frank about it. Uh, the, the rapidity uh, or the cycle of, of, I would say very, it used to be very substantial events, but now the, the, um, instead of like that one big event per week or maybe one event per month that was relative. Now we're getting one and two events per day and it's hard to keep up with all that information because all these things are being thrown at people. And it's they to coordinate the dot the, to try to tie the dots together. I mean, some people say, well, you're just crazy. And it's like, well, maybe so I can, I can, I can exceed some certain amount of ignorance to certain things. I mean, you only, you, this is a mat. Uh, there is a lot of speculation, of course. Um, the speculation though, isn't based upon, I'm basing upon prior, uh, instances of what's been going on and how it's been rolled out, how lockdowns are rolled out. There's a coordinated plan to do certain things and they're being coordinated at certain times. So now they're, they, they have to silence the dissent. That's why they're uh, cracking down as much. Uh, even, you know, we'll just, it's been 46 minutes since I started this. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave it there for now. Cause I could try to go on, but I'm, uh, uh, I'm probably just, uh, rambling on too much. So anyways, I hope that, uh, you'll enjoy this, uh, broadcast and, uh, God bless the United States of America. And God save the world.